Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are NFL Community Relations Manager Christina Hofstadt. One of the cool things in the NFL is the mentors that the, yeah. once the guys are in the league for a while, they say, hey, I need to do that now mm-hmm. for somebody. Exactly. Thank you. And I love this platform. I mean, this is one of a kind. There's nothing else like it. So keep sharing stories because God loves it. And super sports agent Lee Steinberg. You know what, Roman? That's what makes you you. And the fact that you're out mentoring and making a difference in the world is one of the things I admire about you. Sold Out Sports Talk is very special to me, and uh, I'm always happy to do it. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Uh, we're excited. Uh, Roman Gabriel here, uh, president of Sold Out Youth Foundation and uh, former professional football player. And I'm with somebody who's with the NFL, official capacity, who's now had a lot of time under her belt. Last time I talked to her, she was brand new. And uh, NFL media and public relations assistant, Christina Hofs, that's with us. And Coach Christina, as they call her on Instagram and Twitter, love following you. Thank you. you got so many good things going all the time. So, t- so tell me. What is the official capacity of what you're doing? We have events for all of our initiatives. Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, Salute to Service, Crucial Catch, and Play 60. So literally every single day I think we have three or four events that's really directed towards giving back to the community and then giving players the opportunity to give back as well. For people out there that don't know how many things are going on with the NFL in terms of uh, community service and in terms of youth, uh, in terms of giving back to schools, um, you know the stories of all these players that unfortunately many people don't see right uh and what i get wanted you to do was is maybe point out i don't know two or three players that you know and uh some of the great things that they're doing yeah for sure um immediately what i can think of former player i was the director of rashad jennings foundation dancing with the stars that's right that's right um he just came out with a children's book today actually um the arcade series wow Uh, what's that about um it's about a kid and his sister who their teacher asked them what do you want to be when you grow up and they struggle with that question because they're like i want to be everything i'm young and i haven't had time to experience anything and so they go out they explore the world and then they go back and tell their friends about things that are possible for them to do um, so they get to travel into a lot of different places, and it oh, really cool. allows for kids to have use their imagination, and it's awesome. I'm excited about it. That seems to be the direction that a lot of writing is going today for young children is that almost a fantasy, you know, being in someone else's life and seeing the world and being, as you said, harder today to get kids to expand their creativity because of the online and because of the immediacy of seeing everything. Absolutely. You know, when we grew up, it was about your imagination, and you – that's how you went about your day of playing outside or reading a book. Right. Um, what are some of the things that you are thinking about with the NFL that's going on uh, in this area? I know they're doing this for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I know they're getting ready to launch here 
in a year or two some real experiential things for young people to make it younger at Canton, right? Yeah, we have a we have a lot of things going on, um, primarily for Super Bowl. Tomorrow we have a Crucial Catch Rally, so we're celebrating a 10-year partnership with American Cancer Society, and we've given, I think, $18.5 million to date um, for a lot of different cancer screenings, so we're celebrating that tomorrow. Um, this year is new for Walter Payton Man of the Year. Obviously, the Man of the Year nominees are huge for young people to look up to, um, and so each team nominates a man of the year um, and we're bringing all 32 to Super Bowl this year in the past we've had three finalists now we don't have finalists at all um, so we're gonna have a big boys and girls club community event on wow. Friday um, that is awesome. yeah so so uh, in terms of the NFL and play 60 what are some of the things that you guys are continuing to do I know this program has been around a while but it's been real effective in the local cities with these teams of getting kids to understand the importance of physical fitness, right. of consistent physical fitness, uh, yeah. which unfortunately many of our schools have let us down there mm-hmm. uh, because many of the schools where I'm at in North Carolina is an uh, option for high school students after their freshman year. Three days a week as junior high students. And right. I know what that meant for me growing up. Uh, and today, because kids don't play outside that much, yeah. that's crucial. Absolutely. Um, so we're just trying to get kids to move 60 minutes a day. That could be jump rope, football, anything that they want to do as long as they're moving. Um, we actually partnered with Special Olympics for a unified flag football game. Um, and we had a kids day and a virtual field trip where literally classrooms across America could tune in and watch players and kids here in Atlanta participate in like obstacle courses and things of that nature. So as much as we want kids to play football, we just want them to get right. active. Um, I'm a former high school teacher and I saw where a lot of kids just came to gym, dressed out and didn't they weren't active at all. They're just on their phones. Uh, so we're really passionate about that, and we're making big moves there. You know, that's in our program, our drug and alcohol education character program sold out that we do. Um, we went to the role model mirroring, which is, which is, again, using video with positive role models, showing kids what a positive role model looks like, showing kids what positive character traits and life skills can equate to, mm-hmm. and then challenging them to, to put it to use in their life, that they're so important that they develop those skills. And because of the testing curriculum in schools, as you know as a teacher, much of those programs have been eliminated. Totally. Uh, so any program that can come in like Play 60, any program come in that can encourage kids uh, to be active, can encourage kids to be involved in extracurricular activities, can encourage kids uh, to stay away from drugs and alcohol and, and go after their passion and dreams. Right. Um, being a teacher and where we are today, where do you see the biggest struggle in education right now in terms of young people and what we need to do to prepare them for life? I would just say allowing young people to think outside of the box. Um, I won't go on the standardized testing tangent right, right. that I could go on, but I was a public high school teacher, and for me, I'm a naturally analytical person, so I'm going to tell you why A, B, C, and D are correct, but they don't give that option in school. So I think just being able to have testing measurements that will allow for students to use that creativity that we're talking about, to have that entrepreneurial mindset and explain their thoughts behind mm. why they think, I think that I think we need to implement more of that into schools. Um, to your point about character playbook through NFL Foundation, we have character playbook, and that's all life skill development. And so I I think if we could have more of that in schools as well, then we'll be on a good path. Coach Christina Hostad is with us. You can tell she's a teacher and, and been a coach because she's she's direct. She knows exactly what we need to do in a lot of areas. Is it fun working with youth and working with the community and working? You know, you've done it before through organizations and, and other places in your life. But NFL is a big deal. I mean, it's a huge, huge, huge task uh many many things going on but it's got to be rewarding to see the great work and many people are being impacted it's a blessing i we just came from pro bowl 
and I saw these guys, the best of the best, smiling, laughing, giving back with kids, serving, packing meals for the homeless, and I love it. I mean, I literally thrive off of it, and I think anytime we can equip a club or a player to give back, it's a success. Well, I've been very fortunate in covering the NFL now for over 25 years, playing in the league. My dad played in the league. Uh, one of the things that I see whenever I talk, it's hard sometimes with the political atmosphere that we live in, especially the NFL has to be so careful. Um, and I've talked to Roger Goodell about this before, and he's obviously very appreciative that we report faith-based stories. Uh, but it really is cool when the public can see inside these guys' lives and get, get away from the stuff and see what the heart of a guy is. Yeah, 100% as opposed agree. I love it. Just knowing these guys and their heartbeat behind what they do. I mean, a lot of those guys, that's why they're running down the field and they're doing so well is because they have those core convictions. I think as a society, if we had more core convictions that we will not flinch from, we'd be much better off. You have to be really careful on social networking about what you say. Yep. Um, we wish it wasn't like it is today where everything is dissected, but with social networking, it's just... That's kind of the ugly side of social networking. Exactly. I mean, I think a lot of people put on masks. I was talking to a friend the other day, and I was like, man, it's just so funny because we, we dress up to impress people. We say what we want to impress people or what we think they want to hear. And the truth of the matter is that they're actually thinking the same thing about us. So it's just funny because we all have these masks on. I think if we can get to the root issue of what we're doing in our lives and the heart of players and things of that nature, again, we'll be on a better path because we're so used to treating symptoms instead of the root. So if we can get to the root of a person, you win. Christina Hofstadt's with us, uh, public relations for the NFL. What's the experience of um, the alumni coming in, of seeing old friends? Um, you know, I tell people when they ask me what Super Bowl week's like, I say it's kind of like um, a doctor's convention of old friends that come together every year and celebrate uh, their mutual experience in the league. Yep. Uh, and many people look at the Super Bowl as a big day, uh, but really Sunday, Saturday through Sunday is the celebration that lasts all day long and all night long for a week here, right? Right. Yeah, totally. And like you said, I love coming here because personally in my own life, I like to surround myself with like-minded people, but more importantly, like-hearted people. And when I come here, I feel like it's family. You know, everyone, we're all connected in this small sports world, so it's awesome. And the generational thing, regardless of whether you're talking to a 22-year-old rookie exactly. or whether you're talking to a 65-year-old Hall of Famer, the hearts are the same for who they are, what they are, and what they want to accomplish. And the NFL sometimes gets a bad rap for some of the politics and things that go on. But one of the things that I have learned over the years is is um, when you talk on a whole to 98% of the players, they're doing the right thing. Uh, they understand why they're blessed to be where they're at. They love their families. They yeah. love God. And they love their community. Absolutely. 100%. I, I literally couldn't say it better. <laughs> well, tell me before we let you go today. Um, when the season ends on Sunday night for the fans, um, what kind of things are cranking up for you uh, in those couple months after the Super Bowl when things are supposedly calming down? We're getting ready for draft yeah. Nashville this year. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Nashville will be I'm a great just, town I've never for been it. to Nashville. And oh, I you'll always, love it. I, I'm so excited about it. So One of the up-and-coming towns, entertainment, sports, great place to live. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have like a day where we can work from home, and then we're just back into the grind. Um, I'll be preparing for Crucial Catch, how we can mm -hmm. revamp that cancer platform for this year, and then honestly just thinking of how we can look at what we've done, do an honest assessment, and how can we do it better next year. And the work doesn't stop. I mean, we're going to continue in the off season. Our players are constantly do, doing things in the community, so however we can equip them, I'm, I'm ready for it. 
You said to me when we talked the last time that this experience was something that you weren't sure whether you wanted to do at one point, but then the Lord just told you this is where you need to be. Yep. Now that you've been here a while, uh, I know you're a big, big goal setter and dreamer. What's next for you? Do you see? Do you see how this opportunity with the NFL could help you to move to something next, or do you think that way? Yeah, you know, our players have a huge platform, but it's crazy. I never realized how much the platform of just working at the league office would give me. Um, and so I, I love being able to talk to the janitors in the office, but also the CEOs. And I've had so many great divine appointments within the office and the people that I've led to at galas and different events that I go to. I'm writing a book right now on activating purpose oh, wow. in people's lives and how that looks practically in your own life. Because a lot of people want to leave a legacy, but they don't know where to start. And a lot of, especially young people, 18 to 24, they really want to know what's next they're ambitious but they literally don't know right. practically how they can do that in their lives so for me i could see myself at the nfl for a while and just using this platform to continue to reach those that come into my path christina hopes that she is uh getting the job done in public relations with the nfl and uh, always a pleasure to have you with me roman gaber right here on sold out sports talk and um, we're going to stick with you i follow you of course on instagram and twitter we Likewise. talk to each other all the time uh continued uh I know you're doing good, great things. Continue blessing as you uh, work with these guys, and I know you're a role model for these players as well because these young guys, uh, they, when you come into the kind of money these players come into, positive role models, mentors, and people to set them, keep them balanced is, is really a trick yep. in the world we live in today. And I see a lot of these guys navigating it well with the help of a lot of mentors. One of the cool things in the NFL is the mentors that the, yeah. once the guys are in the league for a while, they say, hey, I need to do that now mm -hmm. for somebody. Exactly. Thank you. And I love this platform. I mean, this is one of a kind. There's nothing else like it. So keep sharing stories because God loves it. Christina, thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks for coming on Sold Out. Yeah. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. This is Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with super agent Lee Steinberg of Steinberg Sports. Visit SoldOutTV.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at RomanGabriel3. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. If you ask me who I'd want to talk to the most, this guy would be right up at the top of the list. My friend Lee Steinberg, the super agent's with us. And Lee, first of all, you know, we're simulcasting. You look great, buddy. Thank you. And it's cold again. Why, why aren't you bringing the Newport Beach weather with you? <laughs> Every time I look at your Instagram and Twitter, and I've been in your office and looked out at that beautiful San Diego sunset, bring it back to we need it. Yes. It's cold again. Well, you know, it was 90 degrees when I left Southern California. Uh, and I first went to Orlando where it was so cold for the Pro Bowl. And then I spoke at Ohio State, freezing. But it's a little warmer today. Yeah, a little better today. Well, first of all, I want to apologize. Yesterday we were supposed to get together, but I know you would appreciate this. I was at a school yesterday, Greater Atlanta Christian, speaking to 700 high school students yesterday. And uh, so uh, it was well, a wonderful day. You know what, Roman, that's what makes you you. And the fact that you're out mentoring and making a difference in the world is one of the things I admire about you. Well, nobody nobody cares more about that than Lee Steinberg because his whole career you have taught athletes something that we talk about on this show about faith, family, and sports. That it's not about you but about how you can use that platform to make a difference in others' lives. And we got to talk about this, first of all, Two years ago, you brought a young man by this booth, Patrick Mahomes. 
who helped us by giving us a message to students, and I have been able to show that video to thousands of students this year, Lee. Patrick's made such an impact. Well, he's really a special young man. If you like him on the field, uh, and no quarterback's supposed to play this way in their first season. They're not supposed to be able to see the field clearly. So, uh, But if you like him on the field, you love him off the field because uh, he's a man of God. He is someone that uh, cares about other people and uh, will have a charitable foundation. I see you got your blue and white back. Lee, I'm not putting the gold and blue out. You know how I feel about it. This, <laughs> this is this is this is the real Los Angeles Rams. Yes, and this yes. white face mask, I couldn't do anything. If I could replace it, I'd put a gray <laughs> one on there. And we'd have it good, right? Well, I wanted to ask you, you know, I remember when before the draft a couple years ago, you told me, man, Patrick Mahomes, I see a guy who can be really special. And I remember you telling me some of the things that he could be capable of doing and that the Chiefs was a great place for him. Talk to me about, I just want to know from your expectation, did he even perform higher than you thought he would this year? This year, yes. I always believed he would get to a performance like this year, but... If you look at the background of a Troy Aikman, for example, one of my clients who's in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. he was 1-15 in 15 his first year, and he had a quarterback rating of 3. Uh, when you look at Elway, uh, Manning, they threw double the interceptions that they did touchdown passes. So it's extraordinary that it would happen this fast. And uh, on Saturday night, he probably gets MVP for the league. Yeah. Uh, this shouldn't happen in your first year, but it's uh, sure exciting. Okay, so so here's the question, though, and he's got such a great attitude, and he's already excited about preparing and working hard to get to the Super Bowl next year. And except for some Tom Brady heroics, he, you know, or winning the toss, they'd be here this year. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about a young quarterback like this is how do you temper – the expectations because some people will never have a greater year than he had this year so uh, i spent the whole off season trying to tamper down on expectations saying he's a first year player have some patience with him and then he goes out and throws 10 touchdown passes no interceptions and they ask for his jersey in the hall of fame so <laughs> that's unrealistic uh because they didn't make the Super Bowl uh, is is the answer that they're more the, the, it gives him that extra added. Yes. I got it. I right. got it. Lee so. Steinberg with us on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Roman Gabriel, one of my good buddies. I love this guy. Um, I'm just so excited for you, Lee, because um, we've talked about it before. Um, the, the the comeback. I, I won't say it's complete because it's never complete. It's a process for you. Uh, but it is wonderful to see uh, what you've done with Steinberg Sports and what you've done in terms of coming back and your whole team of people, how hard they've worked. Well, I, I think the best thing about it is that uh, my dad had these two core values. One was treasure relationships, especially family. And the second one was try to make a meaningful difference in the world and help people who can't help themselves. And I'm just happy I'm back in the position to do those things. Okay, so... I was talking to Don Yee yesterday, who's Brady's agent, and I was kind of picking his brain about Tom Brady. And he told me yesterday, he said, this guy has such high expectations in every area of his life, and he's so consistent about the way he lives his life uh, that people just don't realize the work ethic. And the thing I was going to ask you is, um, do you see some of those things in Patrick in terms of his work ethic, his, his expectation for himself? 
the things that he does on a daily basis? See, he actually believes that this is where he should be. I mean, he's not surprised. He's in the moment, not arrogantly, but he has that sense. And it comes from watching his father be a pitcher and understanding how much work his dad had to put in away from the field, how much practice, how much preparation, how much study. So he gets all that and is determined to be the greatest quarterback of all time. And so he has the same high expectations for himself and uh, doesn't rest on his laurels. He looks for uh, what what he can do to improve. So he's got an ex- uh, exemplary work ethic. Okay, so I had a friend of mine who was in the locker room after the game with the Chiefs, and I know you were there with the Chiefs-Patriots game. Um, is this true that um, they said that Tom Brady stopped by the locker room after to speak to, to Patrick? Yes, and so that was a special moment because um, Brady arguably is the greatest quarterback in history, and um, – so it, it was a touching moment because you had the person who's the penultimate achiever and then the young player coming up who may be the next Tom Brady. You don't have to give me details, but, but was it more of a personal conversation just about the game or about some, maybe he said some things to Patrick about you know where he's going? Right. There are things that quarterbacks, as you know, uh, can share with each other that uh, aren't as meaningful to the rest of us, but they mean a lot to them, so that's what he shared. Okay, so for, for many years, Tom Brady has been doing it at a high level. Are you surprised, Lee, at his age, what he's done the last couple of years, maybe having two of his best years? Absolutely. He, um, he's got a pristine work ethic, and you don't see quarterbacks playing into their 40s, for goodness sake, at that level. And, and I understand it's all about diet and all the rest of it, but you have to have a amazing fire that keeps you going because they've been so successful they've been in so many super bowls he's got so many honors uh and yet he feels he has more to achieve and always lee steinberg party on saturday we're going to be there and i know you will be uh tell me who's winning awards this year who you've chosen for these very special awards not just about what they do in the front office or what they do as players or former players but what they do in the community and with their families So, Roman, we designed an award called the Steinberg De Nicola Award, which uh, is for the good works that people do away from football. And there's not a lot of publicity about these things, so it made sense to highlight it because when you just sit there and read about uh, criminal arrests and the rest of it, it gives you a distorted image as to what the world of football really is like. So the owner we picked was Mark Davis. I wish he would keep the uh, Raiders in Oakland, but he does some amazing things off the field. Uh, The second uh, uh, is is the general manager, John Robinson, um, of the Tennessee Titans. The third is uh, John uh, John Schneider from the Seattle Seattle Seahawks. And then our coaches, Matt Nagy from the Chicago Bears, and then uh, Aaron Jones and his brother Alvin are getting awards. And then I started my career here with Steve Bartkowski back in 1975. So this is a I'm going to ask you about that real quickly because that's a big deal. Your first client, you've told this story before, but 
Um, what's it like to be back in Atlanta and, and just the memories for you with Steve it's, and you and how your career really started? It's really nostalgic uh, because we were here. It was 1975. There really wasn't the field of agentry. There wasn't uh, a team could hang up the phone and say, we don't deal with agents. I never planned on representing athletes, and Steve Bartkowski asked me, and we got back to the city, and there were fleet lights in the sky, and there was a police line with fans up against it, and the first thing we heard was, we interrupt the Johnny Carson show to bring you a special wow. news bulletin. Steve Bartkowski and his attorney have just arrived at the Atlanta airport. We switch you live. And it was then I saw the tremendous idol worship and veneration that athletes were held in across the country, how they are the movie stars, how they are wow. the celebrities. And that's when we started the philosophy of uh, giving back and retracing roots. So it really was the genesis of everything that came later. Lee Steinberg's with us. And very quickly, about 20 seconds, Lee, are you going to write uh, an, an addition to your last book in terms of finishing this story? <laughs> you know, it, it's an interesting question because that book uh, leaves off and I'm just coming out of, uh, of struggling with alcohol. And, and uh, now here we are almost 10 years later. Um, one of the books I'm interested in writing is Parenting Youth Athletes. Oh, I love it. Because no one gives you a driver's license to parent your child when they start in soccer. Should they win at all costs like Vince Lombardi or is participation the key? And what do you do if they're not starting or they don't like their coach? Should you counsel them to Great. complain and, and uh, raise the issues? Or alternatively, should you counsel them to suck it up and learn character. Well, Lee, you're always uh, on the cutting edge in terms of uh, letting people know that it's never over. You're always looking for new opportunities, and that's what I love about you. Lee Steinberg, always a pleasure, always uh, fun to see. And, uh, Lee, thanks for coming in on Sold Out Sports Talk. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.